Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. Okay podcast. We are live in the flesh with each other for the first time in a year. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I am your host Samantha Welker and I am Taylor Holman. And we're really excited. It took us half an hour. Nope, sorry. It took us 40 minutes to get our shit together, but we're here. But our shit is together. We touched each other. We touched. We hugged. Yes. Not like touched in a weird way, but you know. <laughs> no I mean. inappropriate touching. I promise you, <laughs> consent is always uh, gotten around here. <laughs> always. Yes. Thank you, vaccines. Yes. So we are back in action together, which is really exciting just in time, you know, for me to give birth. <laughs> And for us to not see each other again, but whatever, we'll take it while we can get it. Yes. So today we are going to talk about something kind of random, maybe, but I think it's also something everybody needs to hear, which is the fact that as a business owner, you don't need to reinvent the wheel because that is, I think, something that creative people especially struggle with right because there's this desire for originality and wanting to be innovative and a visionary and that's all great and beautiful but you don't need to sometimes no you don't need to most of the time most of the time yes exactly visionaries redefining like the market and systems are very far and few between would you agree yes i mean if they weren't far and few between, we'd all have we'd all we'd do all, it. We'd all be bazillionaires with these yep. gigantic, like industry disrupting companies. Yep. But that's not the case. Right. I mean, like when you think of people like uh, Bill Gates and Elon Musk, not two of the greatest humans in the world, <laughs> yeah. but but I mean, like it's one of the reasons you know their name is because like they're the exception, not the rule, right? Um, and so I think that there's a lot of that we could talk about in terms of just the business side of things, but where we're going to take it today is more so process and systems, right? Yep. Yeah. Which is something that everybody needs, especially those of you who are creative cats. Yes. I am currently in the process, (laughs) in the process of documenting my process for our editorial assistant. So I can take a bit of a maternity leave. I'm not taking a real one, but you know, there's some stuff where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be able to do these daily tasks that need to get done. So I'm working on doing that right now for her, which oh, I should have had them done before because I talk about it all the time. 
but I haven't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I don't have all of my processes documented either. Yeah. So. <laughs> Guilty yeah. as charged. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things, you know, it happens. Documenting process, uh, like, I always feel like I... I mean to do it <laughs> and then I get too busy to do it and it falls off my plate. But once I do do it, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. This is helpful for not just me, but for everybody. Yeah. I think I avoid doing it because I used to do some instructional writing Ah, uh-huh. and that puts you in a place where you feel like you literally have to write where to click yeah like the the whole string of actions that someone would have to take it's like the whole remember or you know that story about you know if you ask someone to teach you how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich yes right yeah it's that kind of thing so I because of my experience writing writing instructional documents I'm like I don't even want to go there because it will be something so obnoxiously long that no one wants to follow it <laughs> that's kind of how I do mine too though I'm very like I believe when you're documenting a process, it needs to be, it needs to answer every question because the whole point is like, if you got hit by a bus, would someone be able to read this document and take over what you're, you were doing? So yes, I put the clicks and stuff too. <laughs> okay. I feel you. I feel you. Um, but you know, I think that this kind of will be helpful for everybody, no matter where you are in business, because having systems and pro- you always like to say processes. Is that the correct word? I don't know. I mean, process. Processes? I say processes instead of processes. You know me, not a not a grammar person. <laughs> We've talked about this several times. <laughs> but I think no matter where you are, you know, you're still working on implementing systems and processes and everything. So having that desire to create something newer and better and that's unique to you is great. But it's not always necessary. <laughs> no, and it's often a waste of your time. Yep. Because yep. it won't necessarily move the needle for your business overall if you spend all this mental energy trying to literally recreate the wheel. It's like <laughs> yes. you could spend those, maybe it's only 10 hours, maybe it's 100 hours. I don't know, depending on how fast you work. But you could spend that time doing something for your business that's actually much more productive. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of startups feel pressure to be disruptive, right, and to create something new and reinvent the wheel because that's just like, it's such a buzzword to be disruptive, right? You're disrupting the tech world. You're disrupting the floral industry (laughs) and all these things. But, you know, I feel like when your goal at the end of the day is disruption, like you kind of end up risking more than you get when it comes to operations, just because operations are not anything new, right? Especially when it comes to stuff like bookkeeping and HR and all of this stuff, like just trust (laughs) that there are tried and true systems for a reason. Yes. Developed by someone who was probably an expert in that field. Uh And as a business (laughs) owner, you might not have expertise in that area of your business so you know just resist yeah resist yeah and I think if you get too caught up in the whole I'm gonna create this really cool new system for us that's gonna be exclusive for us like you 
spend a lot of resources and energy on something that isn't really necessarily going to grow your business. And, you know, that's what we're all about, allocating those resources. (laughs) That's like one of the nerdiest things ever. (laughs) Allocating resources. But so important. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. You know, I feel like I see a lot of people, well, most of my small business friends are service providers as opposed to people with product. And I for sure think that service providers are so guilty of this, of trying to reinvent the wheel when it comes to project management Mm. and how they, how do I want to say this? I mean, there's just like the kind of CRM part of their business, the project management part of their business, the client experience part of it. And, you know, you, you see people who have these mishmashes of 20 different things that they're trying to make work and it is a tad ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So that when I think of people who are trying to reinvent the wheel, that's the person that comes into my, my thoughts and my brain. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think of the, I always go back to that douchey marketing company, (laughs) (laughs) but those guys, man, it was like, they had to have something different for everything for bookkeeping for you know just time clocks and da 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 and it's like some things just work yeah quickbooks works yeah some things you don't need to fuck with yeah yeah <laughs> i do think that sometimes people try to reinvent the wheel because they 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 don't know that there's already a solution out there yeah so if you're listening to this and <laughs> catching a tinge of con uh what's <laughs> not condensation that's not nope that's when there's like water yeah, on the glass like, yeah <laughs> apparently words are not my thing today either i'm so excited to be here in real life with sam that i've forgotten how to speak um condescension there you go there we go <laughs> if you're if you're catching a tinge of that it's 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 not, true it, oh no it's not it's, oh, okay sorry it's true but it's we're not like trying to come at you no. you just need to spend more time searching for solutions because very very likely they already exist yeah yes and I think a lot of times too people will look at solutions and then maybe not necessarily understand it straight off the bat and so they assume that it doesn't work for them right I came across that a lot in like my consulting days where I'd recommend certain systems and ways about doing things to people and they'd kind of look at it and kind of try it and if it didn't come naturally to them they're like "Mm, no it doesn't work for me and that's that's more of a user error yes (laughs) than a system error (laughs) so it's it's something to take into account too I think yes the other thing I've noticed is that people will push solutions away because in their mind, and I'm going to finger quote this, they're looking for something that does everything, the all-in-one solution. Yep. And brutally honest, you guys, it doesn't fucking exist. It doesn't. If it existed, everyone would know about it and everyone would use it. Yes. There's a reason why it doesn't exist. Because there is no one-size-fits-all for every single business. There are certainly platforms that say they are, right? and suggest that they can be and then it's you know it's frustrating when they're not because they're not customizable because they're just a software solution made for a certain amount of people (laughs) 
But yes, I think that's a that's a really good point, especially like people want something that's okay. I want to do my bookkeeping, my time clock, my project management, my this, that, this, that, that. It's like, but your business is not a cookie cutter business. If it was, we wouldn't be having this conversation. (laughs) Yes. You're not a cookie cutter business, so you don't want a cookie cutter solution. Yeah. Which goes a little bit against us talking about reinventing the wheel, but you can still piece things together. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a big difference between trying to to reinvent the wheel, you know, and trying to find a, a solution where you don't have to finagle anything because like the simple solution is often the correct one right did we talk about this last time the zebras thing was that zebras i don't think sometimes i can't remember what i write on glitter guide and what i talk (laughs) about on the podcast (laughs) i don't think we talked about zebras so there's like a i forget who said it but there's a saying that's like when you hear hoof 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 beats Uh (laughs) when you hear hoof beats don't think zebras Right. Mm. Like meaning that the most obvious answer is some is mostly the answer. It's usually horses and not zebras. True. I like that. Yeah. And so it's like you you can adopt solutions and you can figure out which ones work for you and fine tune them. You know, like I think that the biggest thing is that other businesses have probably solved your problem already. So why waste tons of time trying to do something that isn't even your forte? What if I tried to go make a grammar program? <laughs> Grammarly? You're like, I'm going to create a Grammarly yep. competitor. Fuck Grammarly. Here I come. I'm going to reinvent this wheel right here. <laughs> it wouldn't be the smartest decision of my life. And everybody would kind of be like, what you doing, Sam? <laughs> so, you know, just lean on the expertise of other people and adopt it and adapt it as you need to, I think. Yeah. That's one of the things that I think people really need to remember is that because it's not worth your effort to literally reinvent the wheel, that when you find solutions, they aren't, they are meant for more people as opposed to fewer people. So they Mm -hmm. are a little bit cookie cutter. You want them to be out of the box solutions, but you do need to be flexible enough to adapt sometimes your actual process a little bit to fit the, the solution that you're going to use. And that's where I think people bounce is they, they're not willing to go through that process of like, okay, well, how can I make, this program work for me as opposed to like the other way around. Yes. And I have definitely experienced that many times firsthand. I'm sure you have too. I know when I came on to glitter guide full time, like, and I started implementing all of these systems that they had never had before, like a time clock, um, and Asana was the Mm -hmm. biggest one for the editorial process. And the team was much bigger at that point. Uh, and there were just some girls who were like, their brains were going to explode because having to follow this streamlined set of steps was not a natural thing for them. And it wasn't part of the way that they did it. And they could not adapt to it. <laughs> they were just like, I can't do it. I'm out. I can't. I can't. <laughs> and you know, not to go on a tangent, but that's a sign of a bad employee. But we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> yeah, another day. If your employee can't follow your process, it's probably not your process that's the problem. Yep. Again, user error, not a system error. 
Oh, I have so many things to say about that, but I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Again, another episode. Another, another episode. episode. Yeah, I know, especially in the wedding industry, I feel like there are a lot of those kind of cookie cutter project management templates. I'm thinking of a big one in particular, but I won't name it. There are a lot. Some are considered legacy players that I feel like are probably not gaining a user base. Mm. Um, there are a few new solutions out there, which that's always interesting to me, how these new businesses are literally cre- recreating the wheel because they think they can do it better. Yes. So, but that is definitely <laughs> a, that's definitely a side conversation, but it is reinventing the wheel sometimes is how new businesses get started. Sure. But usually that's not usually that's in the tech space, right? Like yeah. all of you that are listening are not needing to recreate are not needing to recreate the wheel because you're doing something creative that right. is unique in and of itself. Yes. As your final product or service as opposed to creating the tools that people use. So, yeah. But yeah. I could go on and on about <laughs> why people think that they can, you know, create something that already exists and do it better. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I forget what the exact quote is, but basically there's one out there that I'll find later and put it in the show notes about how, like, there are no more original ideas, really. I mean, we people have been creating for thousands of years now. And like, hey, everybody's got ideas. And there's just like this infinite number of existing products and services out there that the market has proven already meets demands, right? And, and I think of things like Asana and Slack. It's when we're talking about like, process and systems and applications but I think a lot of people ignore the chance to to capitalize on an existing foundation you know that already helps them but that they could also improve the offering and like deliver better services Mm -hmm. in that regard to their customers I think and a lot of people don't look at it from the customer's perspective they look at it from this kind of I don't want to say egotistical, but a little, you know, business owners get in that headspace sometimes and they get, they forget that looking at logistics and systems from a customer's perspective is really the most important thing. Because at the end of the day, that's who you're trying to please, right? You're trying to grow your business, you're trying to make more money, you're trying to sign more clients. So these systems and stuff that you're putting into place need to help them as much as they need to help you and I think that we get kind of blinded by the glamour (laughs) because it's so glamorous so glamorous the the glamour of reinvention and being original and creative it's like sometimes the old shit just works guys I like spreadsheets okay (laughs) yeah you know the other thing that gets in the way from a, a brain egotistical space is the budget People very often will say, I don't want to spend XYZ dollars. Yep. And so that puts you in a place where you're now like choosing to reinvent the wheel just because you don't want to spend fucking $40 a month on a solution. Right. That, I'm just going to say it, 
is asinine. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just, just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, that's asinine. Yeah. Because the amount of effort that you are going to put into literally recreating the wheel is worth way more than forty dollars a month. Plus, you are very likely then to be making mistakes that are going to cost you more than the $40 a month that you would have spent on that subscription. So don't let price be the barrier to you having a clean system that works. Right. Yes. And I I have all these examples popping up in my head of people trying to reinvent the wheel, but I also don't want to call them out. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know some of them listen to this podcast, so I hope this is hitting where it needs to. (laughs) I think there's just such a fine balance between accepting new ways of doing things and also not trying to overdo it, right? Like, it's funny when you were talking before about, like, the resistance to to things. Like, I think of Stephen's Barbershop (laughs) and how during the the pandemic, um, he implemented this new online booking system. Whereas before everybody at his shop, you had to call and write down on a piece of paper, right? Like they had a date book. That's how everybody did it. So Steven got on board with this, uh, I think it's called Booksy is the app that he uses. He loves it. It does exactly what he needs it to do because it takes a credit card before. So if people no show or cancel, he can charge him a fee and he's not losing money, which was is a big problem when you're working at a cash barber shop that works only with phone appointments. And he got a couple of the other guys on board, the younger guys, who are more willing to <laughs> embrace technology. And they love it too. Works great for them. And that there's two guys that are holding out, right, that won't do it because they just can't change their ways and they can't change their system. And there are times when it's not reinventing the wheel as much as it is embracing what's available to you. And you're making things harder on yourself by not doing that (laughs) when, you know, they're like, well, it doesn't do this and it doesn't do this. And there were, you know, like what you were talking about before, this one size fits all. I want it to do this. Okay, again, nothing is going to be a perfect solution straight out the gate. But it just makes me laugh when they're like, well, if it doesn't do everything, then I don't want it. And a lot of it's trial and error, too. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, how many systems do you use? You're like, oh, cool. This sounds awesome. And then you try it out and you're like, nah, it's not for me. I've done it a ton. Yep. Yep. That's why most of these companies have free versions. Right. Yes. So you can test it and see if it if you're if you can make it work more seamlessly into your process or if there's a quick little tweak that you can make to how you approach things to make the tools work but yeah yeah it's not like you have to spend a thousand dollars right at the gate to no get on board with these things no not at all especially like when you're a small business because you know a lot of people or a lot of applications and systems do things on pricing tiers and there's you get to that enterprise pricing tier I'm guessing most people listening to this aren't going to be at that tier. <laughs> no, no. Most of y'all are in the 30 to, let's say, 50. Even like a lot of platforms are like $20 a month, right? So right. you're in like the 20 to $50 a month tier, which if you're talking about major parts of your business when it comes to gain, like gaining clients, 
booking clients and ma- like making it easy for people to pay you. Yeah. Yeah. Very much worth the investment. Very much. And let's be honest, when you're at a certain scale of your business, a lot of those systems and pro- <laughs> and uh, not projects, a lot of those systems and applications can replace humans, which are a lot more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's. If you're if you're still tiny, you want to save as much money as you can when you're able to expand and hire on new people. Great. Awesome. That's obviously our first choice. But when you're just starting out, why would you hire somebody to do your accounting and do, you know, all of these things when you can have a system that just kind of does it for you? Yeah. Or or helps you do it quickly and efficiently. Yeah. It almost. It almost makes you not like, it's not going to double your output. Nothing's going to double your output, <laughs> right? But it can make you more efficient and help you get more accomplished in a certain amount of time. Yes, for sure. And another thing that, you know, there are a lot of our templates, which is something that you wrote on our outline. Uh, and even like if you just go into Google Sheets into templates like those are so helpful for getting people started on the most basic basic things like a budget (laughs) yes oh my god please have a budget please have a budget sheet uh google sheets actually has a really nice budget template that you can make and you can customize it and it's smart enough to know how to recalculate when you delete cells (laughs) See, I don't, I'm a really bad Excel Google Sheet user. Are you? I don't do formulas. Oh, I love formulas. I know. That's why we're friends. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I feel like Google Sheets is a lot, it's much better than if you just open it in like a numbers Mm. or a spreadsheet or an Excel because Google Sheets is more, uh, what's the word? There's more AI in it, right? Yeah. And it's it's, just a smarter tool. It's smarter. It's more intuitive. You know, it knows what you're trying to do and it's used to people customizing it where like a lot of the (laughs) Excel ones are like, what did you do? (laughs) Why did you delete that box? Everything is ruined. (laughs) I can imagine a cartoon. That was very cartoony. (laughs) The little paperclip in Microsoft just freaked out. Oh, he Why did. did you do Why that? Why did you do it? Oh, what was his name? Clippy? Ooh, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. Do you know there are probably some people listening to this who aren't old enough to remember? The clip. Yeah. Yeah. The paperclip. Yeah. And that's sad. It is sad. You guys, <laughs> you missed out on a happy little paperclip, man. Oh, happy paperclip. Yes. But templates can be a great way to, I mean, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You're using somebody else's expertise to get you started, but Mm -hmm. templates tend to be much more customizable Mm -hmm. for the average person than a software platform. Yes. So if software scares you, let's talk because I don't want it to scare you, but templates then can they're the gateway drug that's what i was gonna say i think templates are a great gateway into software as you grow and so like if you're just you have this tiny team or even it's just you and you're trying to track stuff start with templates go from there and then as you scale start dipping your toe into some more heavy duty (laughs) systems basically you can google anything with the word template after it 
and you will find You will options. find it. <laughs> so no excuses. Yeah. Google the template. Start there. You might poke around and find a few different options. See yep. which one fits your brain the best. And then yeah. Godspeed. There really is a template for like everything. There is. Everything. There, I was... Um, <laughs> This is this morning. I think I just had not had enough coffee yet because I got an email from a past client who wanted me to write her LinkedIn bio. Uh So I go onto my LinkedIn page. I'm like, where's my bio? (laughs) I'm like poking around trying to find it. I'm Googling like, where is the LinkedIn bio like a fucking old person? (laughs) But it's called this. It's in the summary of your about it's yes. not called a bio. Yeah. Hi. Uh, um, but so that's I, not your fault. That's her fault. She asked you for the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was clicking through and it said that my about was complete and all I had was like a line or two. So in my visually, it wasn't clicking that that was the space for the bio. Uh-huh. Again, user error, guys, <laughs> like user error. So I Googled LinkedIn bio and there are tons of like how to write your LinkedIn bio. Like, sure. Da, 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 da. Basically a template for that. That's yep. how ridiculous the internet is. Yep. There's literally a guide and a template to get you started for anything. Yep. Templates for firing people. Mm-hmm. That's one that I have suggested to people before. Cause mm-hmm. you know, if you've got to let someone go and you've never done it before, that can be an intimidating thing to do, but there are templates out there for all different reasons too. <laughs> Firing because of of your uh, competency. Firing because of this, and it's like, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, Internet. Yeah. I'm gonna Google some weird reasons to fire people. I'm just gonna <laughs> Google weird templates and see like what I can find, you know. Yes. But I mean, there's all kinds of things like that creatives can use the internet for as a source for for contracts for adding just additional clauses to things that mm-hmm. you're like not quite sure how to word it, and even if you don't use it completely at least it gives you a starting point yep gives you somewhere to jump off of with contract templates though purchase one yeah don't use a free one (laughs) don't use a free contract template rocket lawyer that shit or something yeah something that has been approved by a a person with legal knowledge yes yes (laughs) and in the creative business wedding space there are at least a handful of lawyers that i know that have templates shops yeah and they are barred lawyers that practice so maybe you can send some links spend yes to me and i'll put them in the show notes yes don't google a contract template yeah yeah no that's a an important one one. if if it's something legal (laughs) get it from a legal source yes (laughs) but your budget template You can find that most places, you know, again, that's not reinventing the wheel. Most people, when they make a budget, pretty much stick to the same kind of formula. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, you don't want to get get caught with your pants down because you got a bad Internet (laughs) template for your contract. You try to make it hold up in court and they're like, um, this means nothing. Yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck out. The judge will actually say that. Yeah. Yeah. I had a client who had written her own contract once without the help of anybody and she was a creative person. She was not mm. a business minded person, nor was she a great writer. <laughs> And, you know, and then it came back to bite her in the ass, which is when I started working with her 
because she had a client who was like, no, I'm not paying for that. Yeah. Like, I'm not paying for all of that work you did because of this, this, and this. And none of it was covered in the contract, so guess who got screwed? Yep. So when it comes to things that you definitely need to to kind of stick with the wheel on, <laughs> I guess is the, the right way to say it, keep that original wheel. <laughs> uh, what would you say are, are kind of the, the top areas? Project management, for sure. Mm-hmm. This is... This is this the one where I think people can be like, oh, I can come up with my own way of keeping mm-hmm. organized and on track and on time. And you guys, <laughs> I've seen some of the reinventions and they're they're not the most efficient because right. you can't create a system that sends you notifications and reminders and assigns responsibility. So from where I sit, just use that wheel it works and there are literally a thousand (laughs) options for you so do you have a favorite one um i use Basecamp, okay but i also use asana Mm -hmm. asana is for source co tailored is on Basecamp. okay um so those are the ones that fit my brain the best well and that makes so much sense because you know for tailored you've got different projects and different styles of things going on than you do with sourced co Mm -hmm. and sourced co is more Mm team-based right than Mm -hmm. tailored is Mm -hmm. um i've used both of those systems and i like both of them Uh, i mean hello we know i love asana (laughs) but i also do like Basecamp a lot does it fit with what i do right now not as much um has it in the past yeah and it's brilliant the other one that a lot of people use who are more visual is Trello. I hate Trello. And I also hate Trello. I hate Kanban. They're called Kanban boards. And even Asana has a Kanban mm-hmm. board view. <clears throat> I don't use it. Yeah, I don't use it either. Um, actually, the one time that I do like using the Kanban board view is in my Rocks, Pebbles, Sand oh. thing. Look For some at- reason. Oh, I could cry. I'm yeah. so proud. <laughs> I literally in Asana for Source we have a rocks pebble sand project mm-hmm. and then so I like seeing that because it literally will put things it puts the the list yeah in buckets yeah so I like that piece but in general I'm definitely a checklist person right and Trello is cards and it's just then you got to click in it's I well hate it, and Trello but. Trello was originally created for Scrum. Yep. Uh, which it's a very technical term. Yeah, and that that's nobody's scrumming, but my husband. <laughs> right. Exactly. If you work in tech and web development and all of that stuff, like, sure, I'm sure tel- Trello is is your baby because it's that's what it was created for. When I came on to Glitter Guide, they were trying to use Trello as like their mm. editorial calendar management, and I was like, nope, that's not what this is for. <laughs> yeah, I know wedding planners who try to use Trello, and I'm no. like, again, not what that's not what for. it's meant for. That's trying to fit into a box that wasn't made for you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And I don't think that's their fault. I like the business's fault. I think it's Trello's fault for claiming to be a a one size solution. Yeah. Right. But you know, whatever. Yeah. Trello's not listening to this. It's fine. No, we also are clear. We clearly will never be sponsored by Trello. No, no. Asana follows us on Instagram. So we love you, Asana. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that like, with with programs, you know, features and, and products are not going to fix your problems. So if you don't have the right solution in front of you, it's not going to help you. And so then the other area, what would you say? 
Finance. Finance. For sure. Yeah. Please, sweet baby Jesus, have a legitimate, <laughs> trusted, proven system yeah. to track your money. Yeah. Because I've been doing a... Taylor's always got side projects. Always. Always. So, you know, because um, I can't sit still. I have been digging into a lot of research around small businesses and why they fail, mm. right? Because it's like 50% after five years are bye-bye. Yeah. And cash... It's like 90% after two years. Yeah, it's yeah. super crazy. So, and cash flow and money management mm-hmm. is consistently the biggest reason that companies fail. Right. So don't, don't hack it. Don't hack it together. Please just get on something. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I've said before on this podcast, like if you're teeny tiny and it's just you right now, okay, you can use a spreadsheet for the time being, but that's not going to last very long. That's like the very tiny early days when you have are dealing with like five transactions a month. <laughs> but when you start dealing with income and expenses and then having to pay people and accounts receivable, accounts payable, you have to have a system in place. If you are not a finance person, don't fuck with it. Just no. get one. Get on QuickBooks. You know, I know a lot of other people like um, Zero Or FreshBooks. Or yeah. FreshBooks. Yeah. Um QuickBooks Self-Employed is so stupid easy. It really is. Like there's QuickBooks Online, which is definitely built for accountants. Yes. Which I use that for source because it's a more complicated business. Yep. But for tailored, I'm just on QuickBooks Self-Employed and it is literally the easiest thing to use ever. And you can do it from your phone. Yeah. That's like a big thing I always tell people when I convince them to get on QuickBooks. I'm like, just sit on your phone and categorize your shit like while you watch TV. Mm-hmm. And then look, it's done. It's not hard. <laughs> no. So do it. Be be a grown up. Be responsible with your money. Yeah. Have a budget template that you've downloaded off of the internet. Yes. But yeah. I know a lot of people too, like kind of go the extreme and hire a finance person straight out the gate because they're so scared of it. They're like, I'm going to hire an accountant. Guess what your accountant probably uses? Fucking QuickBooks. <laughs> yeah, they're going to, the first thing they're going to ask you is to set up an account on QuickBooks. Yep. Yeah. So, and then you, I mean, it's funny because then accounts are at least $100 a month. Yeah. At least. And QuickBooks is not. Yeah. QuickBooks self-employed, I want to say, is like $25 a month. Yes. Yeah. Best $25 and, a month I spend. And even, I think like the the next one up is like 40 Yeah. when you start getting into QuickBooks online, right? Yeah. yeah. And my know. accountant, my CPA that does our taxes at the end of the year, like she has no problem, right? No. Like my shit's organized. Yep. She tells me that I did a really good job. And then you feel great. And then I feel great because then Brett <laughs> rolls in with like fucking, <laughs> you know, a way more complicated uh, thing to take care of. But I'm like, Sandra thinks that I did a great job. Yeah. I'm a straight A student. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's another thing. CPAs are a breed of their own and I could never do it. I hate it. I want nothing to do with taxes and all of that stuff, even though I am a finance person. (laughs) But having a system like QuickBooks and all of that stuff makes it so much easier to just get your shit done at the end of the year or the middle of the year, whenever we do taxes these days. Who knows? Yeah. At this point, it's September. So 
<laughs> if you got an extension. <laughs> but yes, I think finance is a big one, especially because like it's numbers, you guys. You don't need to reinvent the wheel with numbers. You can't. You literally cannot. You literally cannot. No one will listen to you. <laughs> it's going to be like December 20th, 2012 all over again. There's nothing about those numbers in that calendar that you can fuck with. Was that the date that the world was supposed to end? You're talking... 12, 12 2020 no 12 2012 mm, i can't there have been so many yeah i, I mean y2k y2k that's right yes all the Y2K. computers were gonna crash yeah. on y2k and the- when was that like rapture date i'm mm. pretty sure it was like 12 yeah 20 12 12 i don't know holler at your girls let us know when the rapture was supposed yeah. to be if we missed it sorry <laughs> i guess we're here whoops <laughs> we watched tangent because we're talking about the rapture sure uh, we watched this is the end <laughs> the other weekend oh my god had you never seen it before? no i had seen oh, it okay i had seen it but not like since it came out oh and i laughed just as hard yeah just as hard yeah <laughs> so um only watch it if you are into very inappropriate pot humor i'm not oh i love that I'm shit j- hello i'm kidding no <laughs> Because I'm like, um, I'm looking at this sticker on your laptop and it says racism is small dick energy. It's true. Yeah. It so is. So I'm like, you definitely <laughs> would like this. But I'm assuming there are some listeners out there that don't have the mind of a 13-year-old boy. I only have brothers. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Sorry your life is boring, guys. Yeah. Sorry you have no sense of humor. <laughs> so yes, um, track your finances. Yeah. Your business will be way better off for it. Have a project management system. Your clients will be way happier because Mm. of it. Yes. And you're less likely to fuck up when you have a project management system in place because it's a system and systems work as much as you don't think they do. (laughs) I just feel like creative people are very resistant to systems because it goes against everything, you know, that you believe in as a creative individual. But I uh, go ask Taylor Sterling Mm. for reference because she sings the praises of systems now that we've implemented it in a glitter guide. She's like written posts on it on like our site on other sites about how like having these systems. I don't know how I made it this far without having systems before. And like it's a game changer. But and it wasn't like I implemented anything new. Right? You didn't reinvent the wheel. I didn't reinvent the wheel. Not even a little bit, guys. <laughs> so, uh, well, I think that's probably a good place for us to end our our spiel on not reinventing the wheel. I didn't mean to rhyme that. I really <laughs> didn't. But then it was too late. Yep. It was already escaping <laughs> it was your mouth. out into the world. But this was our first podcast back together in a year. It was very exciting. Thank goodness for science, man. Yes. Science follows systems. Yeah, That's does. one place you can reinvent the wheel. You can reinvent the wheel with science. Yes. If you're going to create something that's going to save humanity, go for it. But I will say the reason that they were able to create the vaccine so quickly was because they already had so many fucking systems in place that set the foundation of how to do it. They just had to figure out the details. How to make it work for this piece. How to make it work. Guys, full circle, existential moment right here. I can't believe I didn't lead off with that. (laughs) Lead off with the vaccine. Damn it. Let's delete it and start over. (laughs) But 
I'm glad to be back with you, Taylor. Yes, so glad to be back. <sighs> Oof. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We might be a little giddy since we're together, but hey, get used to it. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're here. You guys yeah. know that we're yeah we're weird. Uh, we'll have a show notes up on prettyokpodcast.com. Uh, Taylor will send me those links and so you guys can have some references for project management. No, was it project management? Lawyers. Lawyers. Lawyer templates we'll up, and shit. We'll, we'll put, put up, up all kinds of things yeah. for you. If you have questions after this episode, don't worry about it. It's probably in the show notes. <laughs> and then um, if I remember, we'll be on Instagram. I just looked at it today and I was like, I haven't posted in a week. Cool. So it's all good. You know. Sometimes you're just not inspired, and that's totally. fine. It's totally fine. That's fine. Uh, happy birthday to Source. Thank you. I actually got a notification on my time hop before I saw your your post because I had posted when you guys launched or something, yeah. and I was like, oh, it's their <sighs> birthday. So crazy. So crazy, guys. Well, this podcast is not that far behind I don't know. on the birthdays. I, it's more I, than two years old. I really just wait for time hop to tell me things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That system. See? Sam, it is a system. It's not a great one, but it's a system. <laughs> All right, you guys. I hope you have a good week. We'll be back soon with another new episode. But until then, have a great day. Bye. Bye.